So hey, and welcome to the Expert Edge. Today is going to be a really special, helpful episode. We're going to be talking all things, how to double, triple, to be honest, I've had some of our students implement what you're about to learn in this episode, and they have more than 50 times their webinar and their virtual presentation engagement. So if you want to run a webinar in the future or do any sort of virtual training to your students or run a challenge or virtual live stream, the strategies you're going to learn from today's episode are going to be insane for lifting the engagement, the enjoyment and connection that you have with your audience. But before we get started today, I've got a really important announcement because we are about to run our free live training series. It's called Sell from Webinar and Virtual Stages. And it's all about showing you how to design and create presentations that really resonate with your audience authentically and automatically, naturally just move them into your programs. And so as a part of this, as a part of this series, when you register, I'm going to be showing you how to structure a virtual talk how to structure a highly persuasive virtual talk so that you can start enrolling more students than maybe even you can handle in your next presentations. So I'm gonna show you how to structure a virtual talk. I'm gonna show you how to create and design your signature story, how to choose the right signature story so that, because most people choose the wrong signature story when they're doing their presentation. So I'm gonna show you how to choose that, how to do that. We're gonna talk about why selling at the end of your presentation is one of the worst things that you can do to convert clients and just some surprising and simple things you can do instead. Uh, I'm going to be taking you through how to access more confidence in yourself. If you've ever felt nervous or anxious about presenting on a webinar or a presentation, a virtual presentation, I'm going to show you what I call the confidence focus technique. And literally within like seven seconds, your confidence is going to skyrocket. There's some really cool techniques that we use to help people to get uh, get confident. And at the end, you're going to walk away just feeling clear, confident, and ready to deliver a virtual presentation or a webinar that doesn't just get claps, but it actually leads to a flood of clients. And so if you want to learn how to do this, this is a really limited series. It's live and it's free, which is cool. And so just go to virtualstagestraining.com, virtualstagestraining.com. The first training starts on Monday, February 7th. But what I would get you to do is just go to that website, virtualstagestraining.com right now. The link is also in the show notes. Register now and that, and then you'll get all the details. You'll be able to get all the, all the calendar invites, all the training invites, all that sort of stuff. And you'll have it all in your calendar ahead of time whenever you register. And so make sure to register right now so that you've got it all in your calendar and you've got access to all of the training. And what's cool is there's so many extra bonuses as a part of the training series. So I just wanted, I wanted to make this my best training series yet. And so head over to virtual stages training.com get access there and uh, i'm really looking forward to helping you to become confident to sell on virtual stages so let's get into today's episode all about increasing webinar engagement you are listening to the expert edge podcast this is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities and scale their business up Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So welcome to the Expert Edge. Today, we are talking all things webinar engagement. Now, I think one of the 
biggest challenges when it comes to running any sort of virtual presentation is how do you get your audience to interact with you throughout the whole presentation? Like, have you ever been a part of a training? Maybe you're doing a webinar or you're watching a, a live stream or something like that. And the, the speaker was really not considering or interacting with the audience. And I think a lot of people, when they are teaching, they actually forget about the audience itself. They forget about how to actually engage the audience. And the problem with that is your classes end up being boring. Now, by the way, what we're going to go through today is you can use this for your webinars where you sell your products and programs, or if you run regular trainings inside of your current membership or maybe your coaching program, you'll be able to use these techniques to engage your audience through the whole presentation. And so, like I said, the challenge is that if you don't do what you're about to learn today is you end up with a boring class and no one likes a boring class. Uh, you get low engagement and if you're selling, you get low sales because what I've noticed is there is really a direct correlation between uh, getting really good engagement in your presentation uh, and actually getting great sales. And so the opportunity or what I want to share about today is I want to help you to stand out from the crowd because there are a lot of coaches and experts out there. And so now we're going to unpack what, you know, what is the difference that makes the difference? If you want to be someone who stands out from the crowd where, where you, uh, you end up, you go to the webinar or you go to the presentation, you're like, oh my gosh, like you want to refer that to someone else that you know. I want it to be a raving experience for your audience members. So you end up with a highly engaged class uh, you enjoy it, your audience enjoys it more, and you end up getting more sales if you're going to make sales. Now, what's cool is the techniques I'm going to share with you today, I'm going to share with you three key techniques around increasing engagement. They can like double, triple, in fact, they can 10 times, 50 times even your engagement. I've had I've had uh, students of our, of our academy and our elite program come back and say to me, Colin, you know, normally I get about 20 or 30 comments when I'm doing like a virtual training or something like that. And they'll say, I've in I, I integrated these into it. And the comments went from, you know, 20 or 30 comments up to like 200, 300. We've had people say we had, they had over a thousand comments in under an hour. I know for us, whenever we're doing training, we will usually get a, more than a thousand comments in the actual interaction. So, so how cool is that, right? So this is really uh, the big idea of today is, is that your presentation, when you design it well, when your presentation is designed well, it's actually designed for the audience, not for you to just do a presentation. <laughs> so a great presentation remembers the fact that the that the presentation is designed for the audience, not for you. And so this is one of the big mistakes that people make when they come into their webinar. They think, oh no, it's just about transferring content and basically opening up the fire hose for my audience to receive this whole bunch of content. But it isn't. The, it, it should be a flow of back and forth. It's almost like the waves lapping against the ocean. Uh, the ocean, you know, where the ocean meets the sand and on the shore and, and it's like comes in and it goes out, comes in and it goes out. And that's how a good, 
a good presentation should feel. So let me take you through three hacks, three ideas that you can implement right away to make your webinars 10 times more engaged. Are you ready for this? Uh, the first one is this, is you need to frame for interaction. So what I mean by that is a part of our sell from stage formula is that it's important right at the start to frame up how you want your audience to interact with you. So in other words, it, you, you basically set the tone of how the interaction is going to be. And what I always encourage you to do is to state very clearly that even though this is a presentation, this is going to be a two-way conversation. And I always even use the word conversation. I'll say things like, hey, it's so great having you as a part of this conversation that we're going to have today. I want to encourage you that this is going to be two-way. Like this is going to be highly engaging, highly responsive and and I want to make sure that you're taking action and being a part of this conversation because the more you engage with this, the more you are going to get out of it. Now, as a side note, is that your content should be so relevant. And this is why I love creating content. I'm obsessed with content. Uh, your content should be so relevant that even when you are speaking one way, where you're just you know transferring ideas, sharing ideas, stories, and, and concepts, it should be so relevant that the audience, even at that point, still feels like it's a two-way interaction. The reason why is because in their minds, they're really connecting and resonating with the content. Does that make sense? And so the first idea is this, is, is before you get into your content, you have to set the tone. Uh, I think Robert Cialdini calls it pre-suasion. Uh, it's referred to as pre-framing. It's an NLP technique. And pre-framing is essentially this idea of you set the tone. In other words, rather than just coming in and, and just you know vibing the energy, you set the energy. You set the status. You set the way that you interact. And when you do that, there's going to be a whole different level of energy that the audience brings to the conversation. You might even see this, maybe if you remember some of the live conferences that you've been a part of, is there'll be one speaker who gets up and there'll be like no interaction at all from the audience. And, it, and it's just, you know, they're just a whole bunch of content. It's okay, it's good, it's, you know, it's a bit here. Uh, but, but then the next speaker comes on and just demands response. And you start interacting, you start laughing, you start interacting with the people around you. Like it's a whole nother experience. And that is what I'm talking about when you have to be a leader. Because at the core of it, if you think about it, to speak is to lead. To speak is to lead. And so you, you lead the room. And so my first ask is this. On a scale of 1 to 10, how effectively have you been setting the tone for your presentations, that it is a two-way conversation. On a scale of one to 10, is it 10 like you, you set it really well and you're really clear on how they interact or is you're not even doing it all or it's kind of like a little bit in between? You know, I wonder where it is. And I want you to think about this. Imagine, you know, imagine your next presentation. You really set the tone and you bring that attitude, that energy and mindset in. Notice how you're going to show up and how you're going to be different in that, that experience. So the first idea is this is you have to frame for interaction. You have to expect interaction. The second idea is this, is that you have to ask for easy. So what I mean by that is one of the mistakes that people make 
uh, especially when they're running virtual trainings, is they ask too complex and they ask for too robust answers from people. So for example, you know, you want to be asking really simple, easy to answer questions. And even if they're deeper questions, you want to be you want to be asking for interaction where the excuse me, the audience only has to respond like one or two words or a couple of words. And when you do that, it's going to make it just easy for the audience to respond to you. So you ask for easy. So for example, like if you know, if I asked a question, I don't know, something like, uh, so guys, I want you to let me know, you know, um, over th- over the last three years, what have been the top three biggest challenges that you've experienced in your business, right? And so I could ask something like that, or I could ask, hey, right now, just put one or two words, what is the biggest challenge for you in your business right now? What comes to mind? Like first thing that comes to mind, put those words into the chat area now. So see the difference, right? Some people try to get too fancy with their questions and they ask for hard. You have to ask for easy. So really simplify your questions. A lot of the time, that's part of our self from stage scripts, you know, like right at the start, it's just simple ones like, hey, where are you calling in from? What's the weather like where you are? How you, you know, um, uh, what's, I'll ask questions like, you know, what's the first feeling that comes up when you think about the, um, about the training today? Uh, like just really simple questions that people can answer. Now, the advanced version of this is what we call micro decisions. And I'm going to be going deep into micro decisions as a part of this virtual uh, self from virtual stages training series. So make sure you are registered for that. But micro decisions are the secret source of this is the difference between interaction and momentum towards your offer, right? And so micro decisions are the specific way of asking questions so that you can move your audience towards your offer. And so one other tip as well, I I wanna say, is that if you are on on a video, even as part of a live stream, you wanna have physical movement in your body. So if you're asking someone to raise their hand or to write a comment, like you wanna be moving, you wanna have your hand physically in the air, you wanna be showing that you're interacting with it. Does this make sense? And so the first part of this second point uh, is around asking for easy interaction, right? So the second part of this conversation is really about what I call shout outs. And shout outs are like little things that you do throughout the presentation Uh, where maybe you're telling a story and halfway through the story, you stop and you say something like this. Who has experienced that before? Type the word yes or type the word experience in the chat if you've experienced something like this before. Or maybe you're doing a case study and halfway through the case study, you'll ask, hey, who here can resonate with that experience themselves in their business? Type the word business if you can resonate with that. And so you you do these, what they're called shout outs. So you're telling a story and halfway through or quarter way through the story or three quarters way through the story, you stop and you interact with the audience, you get them to engage, and then you continue on with your story, right? Does that make sense? So that's like a, like a part B of this second point of asking questions and asking for easy and the easy shout outs. And the third point to increase interaction is this, is to simplify your slides, to simplify your slides. So one of my pet peeves is that is bad slide design. <laughs> right? What I mean by that is, 
you know, there are two kind of ways to, to, to see this. I think the old school way of viewing this is a lot of people put a lot of the words that they are going to actually say on their slides. And the problem with that is that the audience will either be reading or they'll be listening to you. And personally, as an adult, I don't like being read to. <laughs> like as a kid, it was nice. But you're talking to adults. You're not doing a reading you're doing a presentation. In fact, it's a conversation. And so a conversation shouldn't be a reading. And this takes the robotics out of it. And so visually, you don't want to have too many words on your slides. Because when you've got too many words, what's going to happen is you're going to want to lean on the slides too much. It's going to take the authenticity out of the presentation. And it's also going to distract the audience too much. Now, what I'm not saying is there are there are very specific parts of the presentation, especially if you're doing a sales presentation, where you need to nail the language of it. Like, especially in the transition bits, in the introduction, in your signature story, when you're talking about your core premise, like all these different areas, you really need to nail the language. Like, it's very specific language. But as a generalization, the presentation should really feel conversational as opposed to scripted, even though at certain parts it will be scripted, especially in your offer and all that sort of stuff, right? And so my encouragement for you is to design slides that are are heavier on the visual side and your, if you put words on there, maybe they're like one or two words or a couple of words. And as a general rule of, rule of thumb, you know, I won't put more than five words on a slide. And what will happen as well is I'll put no more than maybe three bullet points on a slide. And as a generalization, again, I will uh, usually have one key idea per slide, right? So you want one key idea per slide. And so this is the reason why um, I, I design slide decks for my students and all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's cool. If you end up ever doing some work with me in self from stage Academy, there's a whole slide deck you can design and just like, you can download and just drop all your images in. It's all like easy, easy to use. Right. But if you haven't got that, which is, which is fine. If you haven't got that, I just want you to really think about your slides and I want you to go, are they visual heavy or are they word heavy? Because if they're word heavy, it's going to be a distraction to your audience. It's going to take away from the authenticity in your presentation. And it's really going to stop that connection on a deep level with your audience. And so three ideas for high levels of interaction. Let's just review them and then I'll give you some actions to take. So the first one was this. The big idea is you have to see the presentation as as a conversation, right? That's the, the first big idea. And how you do that is you frame right at the start for interaction. You you expect and you almost demand a sense of interaction from the audience. The second big idea was to ask for easy. Don't ask for hard, complex questions. Ask for easy, complex, fast responses. And the shout outs is an easy way to do that in, in between questions and weaving it through, sorry, weaving it through stories and case studies and, and so forth. And then the third big idea was simplify your slides. You're going to rely less on your slides and make it more conversational if it's more visual, more beautiful and all that sort of stuff. And so those three big ideas will honestly dramatically increase the amount of engagement that you have in your presentations. Now, if you want to see me doing this, like engaging with an audience and really seeing how this is done well, like I said, I would really encourage you to come and join 
our free training series. This doesn't happen very often. And if you just go to virtualstagestraining.com, the link will be in the description of the podcast. You go to virtual or just go to virtualstagestraining.com. Make sure to register for that free series. And I'm going to show you how to communicate and resonate with an audience to interact and really design presentations that will convert clients like crazy. It's such a great series. My encouragement for you as well is if you are a podcast listener, you've been listening to me for a little while, make sure to register for the VIP experience of it. Now, you obviously don't have to, but but there's a free series as a part of it and that's and it's like insane. But when you register, there will be an opportunity to register for the VIP experience. I would recommend you to do that. There's limited numbers for it and we, and we go like super deep into a lot of the training and the content. And so make sure to register whether you join the free or the VIP, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, just go to virtual stages training.com. And I'm looking forward to seeing you inside of the training series. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, Make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.